Most known for here as Tax Day uh, of 2021. Uh, let's see, it's day 105 of the year in only 260 days remaining before it is all over with. How exciting is that? I, I, I guess. I, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Don't worry. Uh, the dog barking in the background, that was not my dog. Well, I'll explain here in just a moment uh, what the hell was going on there. Uh, anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. So don't worry about that. And we're streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM. And, of course, we're hanging out here. Maybe. Maybe hanging. Maybe. Somewhere. Somehow. Someday. You're being infiltrated. Radio Big. You know, sometimes I feel like I have this ongoing love-hate relationship with my computer. But hey, that those things happen anyways. So there you go. Some interesting stuff. Aguado going on right away out of the bat. So let's start talking. Let's start talking about what exactly was going on. I'm going to pull something up onto the screen if you're on the screener. And like I always tell people, we are a radio show first, followed by a podcast, following about a streaming service. So I'm going to do this against my better judgment because, you know, I do a lot of things against my better judgment, but that's okay. Um, So I'm going to bring this up. Let me see if I can move this around. So if you're hanging out on the streaming this morning, you'll see this. If not, I'll kind of give you a perbatim. So let's take a look real quick of what the hell was going on here. So this was a California woman was taking a nap over the weekend when her dog suddenly ran out of the room and started barking, unaware at the time, but a brown bear had wandered into their house through an open door. Fortunately, the dogs, uh, the two dogs were able to scare it off. Here is portion of the incident. So as you can see, if you're watching on the stream, uh, here's what's going on. This is the sequence of events. You kind of see this was picked up by their security cameras as the animal decides to walk into the house. And as you can see, it's hanging out inside of the kitchen uh, right here. And this did, like I said, it did happen over the weekend. Um, as you can see, quite a few views already, almost a little over 234,000 at the moment of this particular one. So you see the bears hanging out in front of the fridge, you know, just taking the stroll. I, I wonder if he watched Yogi Bear once too many times or something along those lines. Uh, so there you go, him hanging, just doing the things that he does inside of there, doing the gimmick. Yeah, just let's just hang out at the doorway. I have no problem with it, as you see it kind of occurring. 
And the bear is just kind of waggling around there, checking out what the hell's going on, continues walking inside through the kitchen area. I mean, it's kind of interesting on how he's able to pull this off. And all of a sudden, hey now, we got we got some dogs going cray-cray. Those were the dogs you heard barking earlier, by the way. And then you can see, you know, the bear says, hey, maybe it's time to say peace out. And he takes off running as the two dogs come after him. So, I mean, that ought to be kind of a an interesting event as that was occurring for sure as we are talking about it this morning so there you go that was uh that was pretty interesting i I don't know if that's going to be the motivated story of the day or when we start off here first thing in the morning but hey it did seem to bring some motivation at least for the dogs anyways let's get you to our friends at feature story news and I hope you're having a great day so far i mean that's going to be important anyways let's get you to some feature story and we'll get that moving and grooving here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. India's recorded 200,000 new cases of COVID-19 in the last 24 hours, the highest daily tally ever. The second wave is taking a toll on the country's health infrastructure. Ishan Gurg reports from New Delhi. Long queues of ambulances in front of hospitals in New Delhi is increasingly becoming a common sight and there are still others who are struggling to find even primary care. COVID-19 testing labs are overworked and hospitals are reporting a shortage of oxygen and potentially life-saving drugs such as remdesivir. For the second day, India reported more than 1,000 deaths in a 24-hour period. But experts believe the real death toll could be much higher. One of the biggest burial grounds in New Delhi says it could soon run out of space as dead bodies continue to pile on. The government is attributing the significant rise in infections to a new variant as well as precaution fatigue in the general public. The US is expected to slap wide-ranging sanctions on Russia over allegations of cyber attacks on America. Confirmation could come as soon as Thursday. Taiwan's President Tsai Ing-wen says the Chinese military's activities are threatening regional peace and stability. She was speaking with a visiting delegation of former US officials to mark the 42nd anniversary of the Taiwan Relations Act. Patrick Fock reports from Beijing. It's cast as a high-level, unofficial visit, but the delegation includes former U.S. Senator Chris Dodd and former Secretaries of State Richard Armitage and James Steinberg and come as tensions have escalated with China in the Taiwanese Strait. On Thursday, President Tsai Ing-wen warned China's incursions into Taiwan's airspace and military drills in waters nearby threatened peace and stability. China accuses Taiwan of colluding with Washington to promote independence. Beijing considers the island part of China's sovereign territory. The U.S. is banned by treaty to protect Taiwan in the event of an attack and stepped up its relationship with the territory. Patrick Falk, Beijing. Former UK Prime Minister David Cameron suggested he will cooperate with a series of inquiries taking place into lobbying. The former Prime Minister's faced criticism over his contact with ministers when he was working for Greensill Capital prior to its collapse. An ex-senior civil servant also caught up in the row after it emerged he was still working for government when he took up a role with Greensill in 2015. Former House of Commons clerk Elliot Wilson believes the issues need to be looked at separately. Did individuals break the rules? We don't know, but that's being looked into. As far as we can see, David Cameron did not. Are the rules the right rules? And the third question is, how in general do we want ex-ministers and ex-civil servants to conduct themselves personally, professionally, financially once they leave office? Now, those are three different things. I think we're in grave danger of smashing them all together. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. (laughs) 
This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky. Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? that it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver. But I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Oh, yes. Magical morning as we are starting off. There you go. Ten minutes past the top of the hour. Uh, yeah, so some Yogi Bear there, that's for sure. Uh, so anyways, what do you think? Listening to all the different news that is going around inside of the sequence of events. Anyways... By the way, before I forget, thanks for all the people that reached out yesterday about Dr. IP. Yeah, you know, Dr. IP. Uh, All kinds of fun times having conversations in regards to that nonsense that did occur. Uh, Kind of fun yesterday talking about it. She ended up texting me um, directly or messaging me directly. Told her to see you next Tuesday. It was pretty simple, um, the whole conversation that we ended up having. So there you go. Uh, So a lot of stuff going on inside of the world right now. Let's talk about the hit list of what exactly was going on inside of here. So here you go. Taking it from the top, the death of a woman who received the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is under investigation by federal health authorities as part of a larger probe into the potential adverse side effects of a single-dose vaccine. The CDC is taking over the investigation into the death that occurred in Virginia last month. Johnson & Johnson, meanwhile, has paused, has paused, its clinical trials and delayed the rollout of its first sh- shot in Europe until the probe is the uh, is um in the in the US and ironed out. So what do you think? So here's my question to you because if you are deciding to get the vaccine with the three that are available or two now that are available, let's but let's go and go back to the words of three. When you were thinking about this and talking about that there was three potentially available, 
Were you looking at Johnson and Johnson as the best solution because it was one and done? So now that this has changed, what are you ranking? Are you ranking it as Pfizer first or Moderna first? Because those are the two that are available. Like if you had a choice, which one would you pick? Now, what I think is interesting is a lot of conversations are still rolling out about both of these. And keep in mind that these are emergency release. But I kind of have a question here, and this could kind of get me in some in some heat. But let me kind of ask the question, of course. When Pfizer rolled out Viagra many, many moons ago, do you think a lot of people really cared a lot about what the packaging said on what the side effects were, or they just kind of rolled with it and see what would happen next? Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, let's continue talking. As of Wednesday, over 194.7 million COVID vaccines have been administered nationwide, and over 76.6 million Americans have been fully vaccinated, while more than 123.9 million have received at least one dose, according to the CDC. The total number of cumulative cases in the U.S. are just over 31 million, and now we have a total death toll of $560,000. Listen to me. Oh, my God, my my mind's on money, apparently, this morning. Uh, deaths attributed to the virus. So let me ask the question real quick. Or let me say the statement, and let's go through that. You're seeing now that it's almost taking three days before you see the first thousand, um, that, that number increasing, where last or two weeks ago, we were seeing a thousand increments a day in the death toll. So this is a good thing that it is slowing down to some extent. But as you're taking a look at this now, are you giving consideration on getting the virus if you haven't done getting the virus, getting the vaccine if you haven't done so already? And if so, what is changing your mind? And if you're not doing it, what is your thought process on it? As we have spoken about several different times on this show, it is definitely a personal decision that you have to make on what you want to do based on your circumstance. That's for sure. I mean, we are re- we are realizing that it is widely available for people to take. But what do you want to do? Now, there's lists that depending on the state that you're actually located in, if you're in the U.S., where you can pretty much put yourself on a waiting list. Or you can just call a normal pharmacy. You can pretty much get it relatively quick um, inside of there. Now, the interesting part is there's all kinds of weird places that you can get the vaccination. Not put it in weird places. I said get the vaccination in weird places. Um, st- Student medical professionals can do it, are authorized to do so. I even heard of some people getting it at the vet, which I thought that was kind of weird. And I'm not talking about dogs or cats getting the bad boy. I'm just saying in general, where are some of the locations that you can get it now? Is that encouraged? I don't know. But I thought it was kind of weird when I was actually sitting there and having the conversation and the person showed me the dog visit that they got after the shot. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R. Safety shot. Okay, Dante Wright, the 20-year-old shot by an officer on Sunday, had an open warrant for his arrest in connection with aggravated robbery attempt. Wright and another man had both been charged in first-degree aggravated robbery in December of 2019 in an incident in Osseo, Minnesota. I think it's Osseo. Who the hell knows? Uh, According to the official document, Wright pulled a gun on a woman and demanded cash. 
He also allegedly choked her when he when she initially refused to give him the money. Wright was arrested and released on a hundred thousand dollars bail. As a condition of his release, he was not to have any contact with the victim, refrained from drugs and alcohol, and could not possess a firearm. His bail was revoked in July because he failed to appear in court on charges that he fled from officers had the fire um, and had fire a firearm in his possession. So not a justification, just part of the story, because we keep on hearing part of this story of things that were going on. And of course, as we have seen some different things going on from over the weekend in regards to people still having the conversation and going through all kinds of that stuff. So that's portion of the conversation that we do have to have as we are moving forward. Anyways, the judge in the Derek Chauvin murder trial has granted a key witness the right not to testify. Judge Peter Cahill granted Morris Lester Hall motion to reject a subpoena calling for him to testify in the trial after Hall told the judge Wednesday morning that he could not answer questions on the stand over concerns that he might incriminate himself. Hall was with George Floyd during his arrest and allegedly provided him with the drugs that were in his system at the time. So there you go. That's an alleged allegation right there so there you go uh no charges have been filed against the u.s capitol police officer who allegedly shot and killed Ashili Babbitt during the january 6th riot officials announced yesterday an investigation conducted by the u.s attorney's office for the district of columbia found that there is insufficient evidence to support criminal prosecution the department of justice said in a statement Babbitt is 35 and is one of five who died during the insurrection on the Capitol. I don't even know what to say there, so let's just leave it at that. Seriously, let's uh, leave it at that. <laughs> Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so have you heard about this one? Kimberly Porter. Kimberly Porter, the Minnesota police officer who was fatally shot, Dwayne or Duante Wright, was arrested yesterday and charged with second degree manslaughter. Washington County Attorney Peter Orput, um, who is expected to prosecute the case locally, said that the details of the charges were will be released later. Hours after being booked into the county jail, uh, Potter posted her hundred thousand bail and was released. So you you so. I mean, I just want you to see that there is a connection here uh, between the Dante, uh, the stuff we were talking about earlier about the firearm, the choke, and the charges. But you are seeing this in regards of what is going on. And there's a lot more to this case, um, as I'm sure we will start seeing as the days develop on what is going on there. So let's continue talking real quick. Police officers in Maryland came under fire Wednesday after responding to a report of a park of a parking hazard officers who were dispatched to the local uh to the to the location around 3 p.m immediately reported gunfire in their direction from higher elevation um additional officers responded to the ambush and were actively looking for one or more suspects according to fox dc the story is still developing so there you go some more gun violence and hitting the streets as we have been talking about it off and on over the last little bit uh so let me get to you to my little friend and i say little or let me get to you to my small friend maybe i should say it that way maybe that's a little a better pun intended but let's have john talk about the market minute yeah you know john smalls from the john and heidi show take a listen real quick here's your market beat minute for thursday april 15th 2021 The Q1 earnings season started with a whimper on Wednesday after reports from the big banks failed to impress the market. 
Reports from J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, and Wells Fargo all beat their consensus targets, but internal metrics reveal stock market gains and investment banking are the reason why. The banking sector started the day in negative territory but managed to recoup the losses by the end of the session. The energy market got a boost on Wednesday by a bigger-than-expected drawdown of U.S. crude stockpiles. The U.S. crude inventory fell more than 5 million barrels versus the consensus estimate for about half that amount. The price of WTI gained more than 4% on the news and looks like it's headed back up to retest the recent highs. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. So there you go. That's what John Smalls had to say. I looked down at my watch because I got a notification that says, Jay, go another 41.6 miles before the end of the month and earn this award. Keep it up. Hold on. Did I already walk 41 miles and I just didn't realize it? Damn. I didn't realize it. Probably that's the case. Anyway, so let me give you the other side of what uh, Wall Street had to inform us yesterday. Wall Street turned in a mixed result on Wednesday as the Dow gained 53 points, while the Nasdaq lost about 138 points, and the S&P fell about 16 points. The financial sector kicked off earnings sessions with a big way as J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, and Wells Fargo all reported earnings that are easily beat the consensus estimates. The Federal Reserve chairman released a statement that the central bank has no intentions to adjust interest rates until both jobs and inflation meet their target. And uh, change is unlikely before. Are you ready for this? 2024. 2024. Now, I will tell you, I have been playing around looking out at the housing market. And I'm talking in regards of selling, buying mortgage rates and refinancing and i will tell you that if you look at medium style homes in most markets at the moment almost every single thing that i could find is pending and i'm saying medium i mean i know there's some people out there that are are are, you know are multi-rich so medium to me is slightly significantly different uh but i was kind of amazed that a lot of the houses that are out there um are not you know available for sale because they're already having a pending sale. So a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff ha- happening inside of the housing market. Now I did find one yesterday, 27 acres, and it was it, it even had a horse a horse barn, um, you know, and all or a horse stable better saying I should word that properly. Um yeah, it was going for the low low value price of 3.6 million dollars. Now that one was still available on the market. It had been it had been available for the last 40 days. More sarcasms and Mortal Kombat beat down. Rated R safety show. Okay, an employee at the San Diego Zoo was hospitalized this week after being bitten by a venomous snake. The incident occurred as the wildlife care specialist was caring for the African bush viper in a non-public area of the zoo. Oh, that sounds like fun. Uh, Symptoms of the bite from the reptile included serious kidney damage and disruption to the blood clotting and flow along with severe inflammation, uh, hemorrhaging, and tissue uh, and tissue death. According to the National, Geo- National Geographic, the venom usually kills within days. There is no anti-venom for the African bush viper poison. No, do not say that it has anything to do with J&J. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, Americans are still working through their stockpile of toilet paper. Yeah, I would go figure that. According to the Wall Street Journal, toilet paper sales in January were 4.3 lower than the same last year before the onset of the pandemic. February saw a 14% drop and there was a 33% plunge in March over the previous year, 
reflecting the uh, explosion of uh, panic buying up that swept the country last year. Consumers are reportedly continuing to buy up other sanitation staples, uh, paper towels. Sales jumped about 10% this January compared to last year. And households cleaners, sales were up by 75%. So there you go. Some things to think about. I don't know. I mean, I will tell you there are some some other features that are available out there. Uh, of course, bidets would probably be the easiest thing to go with. Uh, there is the other items as that are available where they, they also have toilet paper on demand services. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know if it's really on demand as you're thinking. Uh, but on demand and... Uh, and some of those other things uh, like who gives a crap uses recycled paper. They say 50% is recycled paper um, that they use for their content of their stuff. Uh, then there's that Alex. What is it? Alex cleaner. Uh, I think it's something like that. I, I have, probably have to double check that name uh, just to make sure that it is accurate. Anyways, let's continue talking. It is almost close to that time. 25 minutes past the top of the hour. So let's get it rolling right now. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So let's talk about it. You know it's time we have to focus on some of the stuff that we consider our main going on right now inside of the world. Uh, So let's talk about currently what a safety program could look like and not look like because that's where it can always get interesting. You know, we go out to organizations, we go out to conferences or virtual conferences and we start having these look looksies on what is available. And let's say, for instance, you work at a smaller organization. You might look at some of these bigger programs that are available and say, hey, there is there is some great info there. I would love to bring it over. And then you find out that, number one, it's not cost effective to what you're doing at your organization uh, because the price point is just not going to be something that you can be able to talk to your management about um, in regards of them agreeing to do it which is understood. The other side that you might take a look at too is that maybe the size of the place is not big enough or maybe you already have some things that are better enhanced inside of your organization, but there's only certain components that you want to bring in, but they sell it as a, as a full package deal and not a la carte. Now, keep in mind that I am talking about full-blown safety programs, not philosophies, but safety programs. So it becomes slightly difficult to be able to come up with some of this stuff um, when you start taking a look at it. So what I have seen throughout the years is that when I go into organizations and they're doing stuff, it might become what we consider a hodgepodge of different things inside of the safety sector. So you might grab something from here and put it in and you might grab something from over there and put it inside of your program and put grab something from here and you start taking a look at the overall concept and you go well i took this portion from lean i took this portion from behavior-based safety i took this portion from hop i took this organ this operational organism and put it inside of here and tried to start blending some of this stuff and really tying it and moving it because here's the thing we talk about it all the time you have to go where the organizations at because you have to meet them where they're at because you can't change everything overnight so as you start looking at the hodgepodge of stuff you really go well really what is my program consisting of is it behavior-based safety is it a stylistic hop program um and those are might be some of the questions that come about now let's backtrack out of that for a moment and let's start thinking about some of the other components that might consist of so 
when you start assigning safety into your organization, because that's normally how it normally starts, it's not part built into the culture, you normally have people from different sectors. It could be marketing, which is kind of crucial to safety, just in case. Marketing, operations, line worker, you know, these kind of things are different components inside of there. But have you ever looked at it and really thought for a moment, well, this is a hodgepodge of different people that work inside of the orc. Think about it for a moment. I know that the wording might not be great for when you start thinking about it, but think about it for just a hot minute. It does become a versionality of a hodgepodge of different things, and that's not a bad thing. Here's the thing. Regardless of you buying a program, regardless of you being fully committed to X, that this is the the next greatest thing, you're never going to only have that in solidarity. You're always going to have a small mixture of things, which can become a hodgepodge, which it can become just a plethora of different stuff mixed together. And I'm going to tell you, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Here's the thing, though. Inside of that hodgepodge, you still have to have principles of concept. So you have to say, if my alignment is going to be with this, this is what you're going to need to do going forward, regardless of what things you're pulling in. So if you say that all of a sudden you want to solely focus on learning teams, and that's going to be even the way that you quote unquote, do a versionality of an investigation. That's what you need to stick to. And we can go into a whole other conversation about Ruse cause analysis, because that's kind of a simple thing to do. But you have to take a look at it and go, what are going to be the key components and the key principles to the hodgepodge of things that you have going on? And it is going to be the general values that go on inside of the organization. Now, keep in mind, inside of this hodgepodge, you have to have buy-in. So if you decide to go down this hallway, you have to have other people that are going to agree with you that this is what it's going to look like. I know it's difficult. I know it's not the easiest territory. But these are conversations that you need to start having within the organization. Why? It's probably a good idea. And, you know, no one person is an island. Is that how that thing goes? Yeah, I think that's how that goes. But that's what you have to think about. Your safety program's not an island, even if it's a hodgepodge. And I know how difficult it is being a prophet in your own land. But these are the things you need to think about. If you want to start changing your organization, if you want to start changing how that safety program looks, you might have to hodgepodge some of these things to get it to work. Listen, I know it's not the easiest thing to hear. I know it's not the easiest thing to do. But sometimes to get from where you are to where you want to be, hodgepodging is not a bad idea. But what can I say? What do I know? I'm just a guy behind a microphone. 
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Never thought you'd be here and took me by surprise. Okay, that is Ring Break by Ui and Lejeune. Ui and Lejeune. Yeah, that song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes, just in case you were wondering. It's called Spring Break, by the way. Thanks for letting us play it here on the Rated R Safety Show. I feel like a, a lot of there's some influences some of some other songs that I've heard on that one. That's for sure. Okay, so there you go. 35 minutes past the top of the hour. You are listening to the Rated R Safety Show or streaming it or podcasting it or doing something with it or some way, shape or form. Uh, so I don't know. Do I go motivation minute before I talk about death 
or do I go motivation minute or death motivation minute? Let's go death motivation minute. Uh, Bernie Madoff has died. The one-time Wall Street financial advisor turned convicted uh, fraudster passed away in prison on Wednesday. According to the Federal Bureau of Prisons, he died of natural causes. It was not related to COVID-19. Madoff has been serving a uh, 150-year sentence. He was 82. So, I mean... Unfortunately, the next thing I'm going to say is not the nicest thing in the world, but we kind of knew he was going to die in prison. Just probably happened a lot sooner than what most people expected, so he did die at the age of 82. But as you are aware, his pretty world-famous Ponzi scheme uh, that was being talked about not so long ago about what he was doing to a lot of the elite, as some people would call it. So there you go, some information to think about as we are talking. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the swamp real quick. So here you go. Take a listen to this one. Uh, Ivanka Trump is back on social media after keeping quiet for the last few months to share that that she got her first vaccine shot. Today I got the shot. I hope you do too, she wrote, and thanked the nurse by name administering the jab. So there you go. We're starting to see some other people come out of the woodwork in regards of doing that. So there you go she's doing she's doing her thing i don't know if you heard about this one but cbs has announced an interview with president george w bush said to air in segments starting sunday and continuing throughout next week on various programs and previews dubia says that he campaigned or sorry w said that he campaigned on uh immigration reform but never got anything substantive done uh and it was one of the biggest regrets from him as his time at the white house so there you go some interesting things uh there you go there you go a lot of stuff going on inside of that particular world and let's get this moving right away as we are going uh so as As it says that it's going on. So let's talk about this real quick. We are going to get you moving and grooving with the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. Jim Rohn said, if you don't design your own life plan, chances are you'll fall into somebody else's plan. And guess what they have planned for you? Not much. I love that. There are some people who don't like to blaze their own trail, though. They don't like to lead. They like to follow. And there's nothing wrong with that, as long as you trust whoever you're following. I'm a big fan of getting in the driver's seat myself. Then I have the opportunity to react quickly to make sure we get to our destination. It's actually hard for me to be a passenger, and I don't even know why. Maybe I'm a control freak. I hope not. But I like to go my own way and do my own thing, sometimes to a fault. I choose to look at all this as me trying to live my life's plan. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Okay, so I guess there was breaking news about something that I'm doing while I'm on my own show. So this is going to be weird when I I show this. Uh, So let's go through this real quick. So here's me, hopefully not looking at myself. Uh, but here you go. It has been announced officially. Jay always starts his broadcast saying it doesn't matter who the host is, but it does matter who the speaker will be. Meet Jay Allen at the XL Occupational Health and Safety Environment Summit the 28th of April at 11 a.m. EDT. Stay tuned for more information and to register. This has now been posted on LinkedIn. So if you're encouraged to come by, hang out, and take a listen to what the hell I have to say on the 28th, you're more than welcome 
to do so. Uh, so that will be going on. Oh, well, I did not realize they were going to be um, reported why I was actually on the show talking about the show on the show why i'm there so there you go some very interesting stuff as that was going on uh so there you go some interesting things let's talk about some other stuff going on inside of the world of the news working to um 9 to 11 here you go let's talk about this as we make our way through the pandemic many employers and employees have been forced to reevaluate where people work and with our, our professionals and home life being interconnected more than ever than before. When we uh, think about it for a moment. And as uh, and as we bring us closer to as we did in 2019, we found that only we need to work eight hours a week. Yeah, that's right. Eight hours a week. The, the reap of the psychology benefits of working. The paper is titled A Shorter Working Week for Everyone. How much? paid work is needed for mental health and well-being at the point of the report it was according to the research working eight-hour work week how does this happen is sufficient to gain a well-being benefits of employment and the employing well-being is similar regardless of the length of the work week up to 48 hours of course the author explains that the right of artificial intelligence could be the result of significant shortage of paid work, but rather than allowing that to lead job to job losses, it suggests the introduction of a shorter work week. Now, I've heard about the seven-hour work week. This guy talks about the eight-hour work week. And yes, don't get me wrong. We all want to be our own bosses. We all want to be our own thing. I get it. But man, is that going to be a difficult thing to sell as we are talking about it? I mean, I'm just saying in general. Uh, so here we go. Let's talk a little bit, uh, a little bit more. Sounds good to me. Start next week. Uh, be sure to be listing the Jay Allen show radio, big, uh, rated our safety show every Monday and Tuesday on safety FM. Cause that's what I'm only going to do. I'm only going to do the show now, two days a week, eight hour work week, baby. Well, that's only six hours. If I think about it, cause I do three and three. I don't know. Maybe I, let's just cancel that. Let's just cancel that. Working eight hour work week is the secret of mental health. Maybe, maybe the people that do the afternoon drive is on to something. Who knows? Uh, maybe they know better than I do. So I guess maybe I should start talking about this. Um, so that event that I just mentioned a few moments ago, I will be there on the 28th um, doing it virtually. But in Orlando, if you are in the Florida market, and we're going to start promoting it here. We're just a couple of days ahead of schedule. On, Mar on May the 18th, I will be participating at the ACFS Safety Day 2021. It, is be it will be in the local market. I normally don't talk about local market stuff, but let's talk about it. Uh, I will be participating there. And I'm not going to be a speaker. I just want to make sure that I'm clear here. But let me explain what I'm going to be doing as participating. I will be there doing a live broadcast for us to be able to interact together. So you can come hang out, be part of Safety Day 2021, interact, take a listen to what the speakers have to say. I will tell you Sam Goodman from our station will be here or will be there. We will also have Emily Elrod coming in um, to do these presentations. This is actually an in-person event. I just want you to know this. Now, they are taking all of the COVID precautions on this thing. So there you go. That will be happening on May the 18th. So all you have to do is go to acfs.org, I believe it is, uh, to find out more information. So 
I'm going to tell you, it will probably be one of the most inexpensive things that you'll ever attend. $30 gets you into the door. Um, and that will get you moving and grooving. It's not several hundred dollars. It is $30 gets you into the door and you get to participate in a full day event. Uh, I think I'm allowed to say that it is boxing theme oriented. Don't worry. They're not going to put you into a boxing ring. Not you. I'll just put it to you that way. Uh, so you can hang out, hang out with us. Now, the fun part is if you speak English, be perfect for you. Now, if you have people that only speak Spanish, they're doing something that I have not seen at any other safety conference to date. I haven't seen it, but I'm going to share it with you. They're going to have an immediate translator for you can have some kind of app that you're using that will translate what is going on on the stage. Now, keep in mind that these $30 to get you in also includes lunch. You're not going to get a better deal than that. I'm just telling you. So good times hanging out there. Like I said, I will be broadcasting live from there. Um, (laughs) I haven't cleared a rated R safety show from there. But sometimes I forget to get things cleared. But that's a whole other story for another day. But we will be broadcasting throughout the day on safetyfm.com. So you can take a listen. We're not going to broadcast the whole event. So let's just make sure that I'm clear here. But we will be doing broadcasting with some of the speakers at the event, uh, some of the people that are there as vendors. Um, And, of course, if you're there, I would love for you to come by. Come by the booth. I would love to hang out with you. Let's talk. Let's talk shop. Let's talk about what you have going on. And you never know. We might get you onto the air also at the same time, too. I I think that um, Richard Nichols is losing it over here in the box. I, I think he's very excited. I, I, I would I would stay away from the man at the moment. I, I think he's way too excited. Don't want him to get too close, if you know what I'm saying. Anyway, so let's continue talking about what exactly is going on inside of the world of the news. Here you go. Uh, so te- uh, testing a new test. Yeah, not, not a joke. How about the microchip-style COVID-19 test? Have you heard about this? That's exactly what medical researchers at the U.S. Pentagon have come up with. The revolutionary technology was developed by the Defense um, Advanced Research Project Agency. Wow, I'll say that again. Defense Advanced Research Project Agency and was featured on Sunday night's 60, million, 60 Minutes program. The microchip, which is not in a widespread use outside of the Pentagon, can apparently detect COVID-19 in a person well before he or she spawns an outbreak, allowing it to be contained in its tracks. And just put a stop on the conspiracy theories before they they go brushing onto social media accounts. 60 Minutes clarified that DARPA chip, which is um, inserted under the skin, cannot track everyone's move. No, they are not going to have that at the ACFS uh, 2021 uh, safety day. So there you go. Some interesting things going going on for there anyways we'll we'll get you some of the visuals and some of the graphics uh for you can see that about the acfs um and yes we are helping sponsor the event (laughs) or you know it's a it's a joint it's a joint and i i will tell you i want to go back to the acfs for a moment because we did some stuff with them last year um in regards of virtual day and we were able to broadcast um from universal studios uh last year for the for the virtual event and I, I have to tell you, for it to be the first time for them to do an event that they were not familiar doing virtually, and for them to do an event that was foreign to them, and them allowing, you know, them taking the risk, because I did, I did come up to them. They were, they were like, they thought that they were dead in the water. 
they weren't going to be able to do anything. And I said, let's do something crazy. And they decided that they were willing to jump on the crazy train with me um, and said, hey, let's let's see what we can do. I have to tell you, I admire that of any organizations that's willing to take or take a risk out there. Now, I will tell you this year, I have encouraged them. I'm going to put them on, put them out there on purpose. Um, I've, I've told them about something um, in regards of the, where we can gamify some of the things that we'll be doing in person. So we'll see if they exactly decide to do that or not. Ah, no pressure there. I might have done that one on purpose. Or did I not? Who knows? More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, so let's continue talking some more things. Let's get you to the other side of the equation. It is 48 minutes past the top of the hour. So let's talk about it. Are you okay, Richard? Are you okay? If this was a different show, I would ask you if, you're, if something else is going on, but I'm not going to ask that because that might come out the, cro- the wrong way. Okay, so no winner for Tuesday night's Mega Million Drawing. Friday's drawing will be for $240 million jackpot or $162.6 million cash payout. So there you go if you're interested in playing that kind of stuff. Uh, so let's continue talking real quick about some other stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have to tell you, so with some of the stuff that you've texted me in the past that you do first things in the morning, I'm kind of worried that you're telling me that you're excited. I'll just leave it at that. Okay, so let's continue talking about this. Some other things going on inside of the world of the news and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, so let's uh, let me see. What do I want to do here? I think I'm, let's not talk about the doghouse because I don't think a lot of us actually care about that. Uh, but let's talk about did you know? Let's talk about did you know? A new study has found that getting out of the sunshine could improve your chances of surviving COVID-19. Just letting you know. A team from the University of found that the sunnier areas see fewer deaths from the virus. Hold on. So getting out in the sunshine. Getting out in the sunshine. Let's make sure that we're that we're clear here. Uh, oh, look at this. Thanks for mentioning it, Jay. You've made my day. Well, hopefully we can do, I hope I can help promote it a little bit more as well. And hopefully we'll get you as excited as Richard is. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> a team found that the university of, like I already said, found that the sunnier the areas, the fewer deaths of the virus study authors say that sunbathing causes the skin to release a chemical, which can elevate symptoms in COVID positive individuals. Intensingly, the impact of getting more vitamin D, a nutrient provided by the sun's rays, couldn't fully explain the phenomenon. The Scottish team believes that sunbathing could act as sim- as a simple public health um, in- intervention uh, in a light that ther- essentially uh, therapeutic that mimics the benefits of the sun may also be uh, you know, protective. So there you go. For those spring breakers overcrowding, you know, the beaches weren't as stupid as we thought after all. Think about it in that fashion. So what do you think now? Because we were talking yesterday. I think it was yesterday. I was so confused by Dr. IP yesterday. Maybe I'm thinking about something else. But we were talking about sunbathing that was being done in Spain for schools. So maybe they're really on to something. Maybe they know something that we did not know. So maybe that's some stuff to think about for sure as we are moving forward here. I mean, what do you think? Imagine your work day at the beach or hanging out in the sun. Now, I will tell you, if I go outside for too long of a period of time, I get I get extra red and then I turn crispy. And that's not a joke at all. Uh, just in case you did not know and probably you didn't care to know. Just saying. 
We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, last one before I get too far. The safety day for the ACFS does include continuing education units for the $30 and the lunch. Just in case, wanted to share that. Just wanted to share that. Now I think Richard can do whatever he needs to do next. Okay, so there you go. Let's talk about some whack facts. 85% of divorced people are remarried within five years. There you go. Didn't know that. Uh, redheaded men are most likely to go bald. <laughs> go figure. Um, at, at the first professional baseball game, the umpire was fined six cents for swearing. Damn it, man. I can't believe it. Uh, Thousand Island salad dressing was named for the 1,864 islands in Canada, St. Lawrence River. Okay. Uh... <laughs> uh, there is a Cinderella story in Finnish folklore, but the girl's name isn't Cinderella. It's Tuna. Well, I guess that's why it didn't, um, it didn't go. C-E-U there. No, not funny. Yeah, I agree. I agree with your comment right there, one hundred percent. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other stuff. Let's talk about some things that happened back on this day. Back in twenty thirteen, Justin Bieber. How did this come about? In flames controversy with the note that he leaves to Anne Frank Museum in Amsterdam. He wrote that he hoped that Frank would have been a would have been a believer. And his name, Ardent fans, gave themselves while social media collectively wet their pants. The director of the Anti-Defamation um, League publicly noted that Frank was a big fan of pop culture and celebrity and that Justin's note was actually a nice thing. So there you go. Some things to think about. Back in 2020 on this date, at the time, uh, uh, at the time was the deadliest day during the COVID-19 pandemic with 2,752 deaths. That had occurred back on that day. Think about that. Think about how different that number is now in regards to what we would be seeing. Anyways, let's continue talking. Let's talk about some birthdays going on today. Julia Butters, actress, uh, turns 12 today. I think that's important. Emma Watson turns 31. Oh, Harry Potter fame. 31. Wow. Uh, okay, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. What? He's only 39? I would have thought he was older. I know that's a terrible thing to say. Uh, Luke Evans turns 42 today. Chris Stapleton. Oh, yeah. Tennessee whiskey. I wish we could play it here, but if you have to come to Radio Big, I'll play it to you on Radio Big. I'm going to give you some comparisons on some songs if you come out and hang out on Radio Big today. Um, that song, Tennessee whiskey, and the one that we played by Dua Lipa yesterday. I want you to hear some similarities there. He turns 43 today, by the way. Flex Alexander, one-on-one, -on -one, actor of one-on-one, -on -one, turns 51. And Emma Thompson, yeah, Emma Thompson, let's get the, the name right, uh, turns 62 today if you're inclined to, to want to know about that. So there you go. And by the way, Leonardo da Vinci was born back on this date, back in 1452. He passed away in 1519, just in case you weren't aware of that. Okay, so there you go. Some inter interesting information. Let's talk about... Some stuff going on on the back end of the news of the stuff that we normally don't talk about, but let's talk about it right now. Apple's iPad Pro is set to be released any day now. A new Apple product is something that happens um, at this time every year, like JLo breakup. Uh, scientists think that they have discovered a new gene that causes people to cheat. Coincidentally, those genes can be found on the floor of Megan Fox's bedroom. 
The CDC says that the food most likely to make you sick is chicken. In fact, they say that it, over 95% of chicken is contaminated with bacteria, which works out well for McDonald's because at least 95% of their chicken isn't really chicken. Fact of the day, roughly 6 billion people on Earth own a phone, but only 4.5 billion have access to a working toilet. By working toilet, I think they mean a Nokia. Fact of the day, singing helps form and strengthen the emotional bond between a group of people, unless you, <laughs> you happen to be Scooter Braun. Just saying. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about some days of the year that you can celebrate today. National Banana Day, National Glace Spiral Ham Day, National Rubber Eraser Day, National Take a Wild Guest Day, National Tax Day. By the way, if you're here in the U.S., it did get pushed back for some to May the 17th. I'm just throwing that out there. You don't have to put an extension, just in case. Uh, National Titanic Re- uh, Remembrance Day, Purple Up Day. Uh, let's see. Get to Know Your Customer Day. I think that should be every day. National High Five Day. Uh, that Sucks Day and World Art Day. Oh, I guess that guy should kind of should coincide. World Sucks, uh, Know Your Art Day kind of combines together. Anyways, let me tell you about the most important portion that we'll talk about during the whole time on the show. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local community whose lives have been impacted by suicide. You can contact the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, AFSP.org, AFSP.org, by contacting, well, you can contact them, of course, via the website, or give them a call at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255, or text the word TALK to 741-741. Here you go. If you need a random joke for today, try this. Have you ever noticed that when you lose the remote control, you lose trust in everyone? Are you sitting on the remote? No, get up and prove it. <laughs> if you need a phone starter for today, try this one. Confession time. What's your weirdest habit? Oh, <laughs> I got some good ones to share, but let's not talk about them on the air. If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. People who have this in their home fall asleep faster than those who don't. What is it? A fish tank. So there you go. You've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM and Radio Big.fm. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. We can't do what we do without you. The most important part, the listener. If I can leave you with one thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. People will do some odd things to get even. Just the truth of the matter. Anyways, I know who you are. I hope you know who I am. If you want to hang out some more, go to radiobig.fm. I'll be there for the next couple hours. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.